0: Hey friends, I hope you're doing well today. Hope you're feeling good. Hope things are going right in your life. Um, if you want more content, more things, go over, check out my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Corey That's another platform where you can basically get um, solo podcasts, Q&As, music, guided meditation, things that I release all month over there on that platform. So uh, they have a great app that makes stuff easy to check out, easy to, to use and to listen to. Um, so go over there if you want more uh, stuff. And also, of course, come check out my newsletter, uh, at Substack, Clarity with Corey. And if you have time to rate and um, you know share the podcast, uh, I really appreciate it. On this podcast I'm going to talk about meditation. It's kind of interesting to me meditation because I'm I'm so immersed in the process of it, thinking about it, experiencing it. You know, I've been meditating for about 25 years, which is weird to say. Um But you know, once you have so much experience with something, it can be difficult to think outside of that experience. So like, for example, um, someone who has like, like a lifetime experience, rebuilding cars or something like that, or working on cars, I know nothing about cars other than you put gas into the little hole in the side of them, and then they go. Or maybe you don't. Have, maybe you just plug it in, and then it goes. <laughs> if you have an electric car, you know I know some basics, but I, I don't know. I couldn't, of course, even f- dream of like breaking an engine down and rebuilding it. Right? I have no idea. But someone who's been doing that their whole life, they're like, "Oh well, this all just makes sense, right?" I know how to do this, you do this, you do this, no no second thoughts. And so, you know, as I said, once you're immersed in something, it can be kind of difficult to like understand what it's like to think about something without any prior knowledge. So, it's it's curious to think about and honestly, over the last two years-ish, I noticed a dip in public conversation around meditation, like meditation was like banging popular just from, I don't know, 2015 to 2020. It was just like kind of in every news article, obviously a bunch of apps came out that were, you know, highly invested in, you know, Calm app is now worth $2 billion. You know, it's like, there's a huge surge. And then I noticed it kind of like cooled off in the public conversation but now i notice it coming back again it's it's interesting to me right and uh i had you know i have had people that whenever more of i give talks and you know speak at conferences and do public speaking and things like that um people that don't have any people that are you know in different areas of life they're you know in the business world in the corporate world whatever it is and um they don't have any real connection or understanding of what meditation is and um so i get a lot of interesting questions that they're they're not only are they just inherently interesting but they're interesting to me because as someone who has you know meditation is such a huge part of my life it it could be tough for me to think of like asking a question you know some simple questions about it i suppose because i don't i can't really understand what that is and um I, you know, had someone ask me what the point of meditation was, and it's funny is that I haven't been asked that in so long. People, you know, know me as a person that they want to seek nuanced information from about it, just because of what's out, what I've put out there publicly, you know, as far as writing about it and you know, courses and endless. I mean the amount of guided meditations i've released is and whatever is is very high uh and so people come to me you know with nuanced questions but someone just saying like hey why should i even what's what's the deal why should i try this really fascinating to me you know very interesting my friends this podcast is sponsored by factor factor is america's number one ready to eat meal delivery service they'll hook you up with fast breakfast, lunch, and dinner options, which are all chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready to eat, and delivered straight to your door. Factor has a ton of different meals they'll offer for you, a lot of variety, and they make it easy by letting you pick a preference as far as what type of meals that get sent to you. They have a calorie-smart menu, which all meals are less than 550 calories. They have a keto menu. They have a vegan and vegetarian menu, and My preference is that they have a protein plus one, which all meals have 30 grams of protein or more per serving. Factor makes it totally effortless for you to get healthy, dietitian approved, high quality, never frozen meals delivered straight to your door, which helps you save time about thinking about what you're going to eat and of course having to go to the store and then prepare and make your meals. They make it easy for you so that you can get on to doing what it is that you want to be doing. You can try it out yourself too if you head to factormeals.com slash hitme50 and use the code HITME50 to get 50% off. That is code HITME50 at factormeals.com slash HITME50 to get 50% off. And so um, thinking about that, I just want to talk about this really useful you know, two elements of meditation that are like incredibly valuable. Now, of course, there's a, a endless amount of things that is valuable about it because meditation occurs in your mind and therefore it shapes your experience of the world. So putting that a bit more straightforward, our mindset dictates how we see the world you know if you are in love you notice love everywhere if you are short on cash everything seems like it's got a price tag on it if you're in a good mood the world seems positive you know if you're super hungover the world seems awful whatever your mindset is is the way that you're going to perceive the world and what's interesting about meditation one of the things that's always fascinated me about it is that you can uh you know you you can joystick your own perception of reality you can kind of joystick the look of the world by intentionally controlling the shape of your mind and therefore you you control the shape of the world i mean that is that's enough meat on the bone for me to chew on for <laughs> for my entire life you know um, and so you know, yeah. So one of the things is that, you know, the fundamental things, that's really valuable. And as I said, there's an endless amount of things. Um, in, in As a side note, a lot of the popular books and kind of content writes about the repercussions. They They feature the repercussions of meditation as the point because those things are very marketable, right? So they'll say like... This will decrease your stress and improve your productivity. There's a book about that. You know, um, it's like, well, that's true. That is an outcome of meditation, but it's not the point of it. It's just something that happens naturally from it. Um and so, you know, one of the, the really valuable core elements I've noticed over, you know, a, a lifetime meditation is that meditating it it slows down and grounds you in the present moment and and what that really means is that it gives you a sense of higher self-awareness and not just about like kind of I don't know general things but specifically it makes you more aware of what you're doing in the moment And that's incredibly valuable because it ultimately gives you more say in your own life, in your own existence. We come from just heavily conditioned past experiences. And so most people that don't ever slow down are just living this constant state of reaction. They're just reacting to life again and again and again and it's kind of like a pinball machine thing where they're just like okay well i'm gonna react to this and now i'll react to this thing and now and they're not thinking about it they're just on autopilot you know just going and going and going and a lot of people get into that momentum and then they just end up like living their entire life that way and that's why you will look backwards and regret like ah i wish i hadn't done that like, oh God, I, I, you know, I was like really mean to this person or I made a bad decision or whatever it was and you look back and regret it. It's because you are not acting precisely in the moment. So therefore, the only way that you can sort of analyze your behavior is by looking back and being frustrated that you did X, Y, and Z. Meditation gives you that greater level of internal self-awareness and that's really because it makes you through sitting and just breathing and paying attention to your thoughts arising and and whatnot, you become aware of your thoughts. You become aware that there is this kind of inner dialogue, this flow of impulses, which are, you know, kind of suggestions of ways you should act, things you should say that arise. And then actions. And by becoming more intimately aware of your own internal uh, flow, like that, you then have the space to be able to intervene in the present moment. And so, what that means is that instead of just reacting, going out throughout life reacting, you then can respond instead of react. So, if you you know, we're to normally get frustrated, get flustered with somebody in a conflict and start yelling at them or something. That's just you reacting Mm -hmm. based off some old conditioning. Through the process of meditation, you would notice yourself filling up with the fury, be able to go, that's not who I want to be in this situation. Let that go as much as you can. And choose to speak in a more, you know, compassionate and thoughtful way in the conflict, as opposed to just exploding and not having control of yourself. And you can take that into a very, you know, complicated and complex, nuanced type of way, or you can have it be just very basic, like what I just described. You know, it can get as nuanced as in a, you know, in a conversation with a, a partner or something where um you're having a really delicate conversation recognizing even the tone and the word choices and how you're receiving things on a physical level in a conversation you know you can really get in there and and get nuanced with this so that of course is incredibly valuable because it makes it where this is like a psa for meditation but it makes it to where you have more say in every moment of your life and you know whenever you have more say then you can you know you can be more of who you want to be in the world instead of just being this kind of you know haunted version of your past experiences and the other really useful thing i mean that's kind of a one you know useful thing for meditation is having this greater intentionality and self-awareness. The other thing that's really valuable is that through that same process, in the same way that you can be mindfully, you know, connected to the outer world, you can also do that to the inner world. So you start, you can realize that the story that's flowing through your head about what's happening in life is simply a story. You recognize that it's just this impression of what's going on out there, what people's actions are, what people's, you know, what they say, what that means, what people's motives are, what the potentials are in life. All those things become clear that they're just this narrative that you have in your head. And whenever you recognize that, it, it gives you, it really frees you from A lot of anxiety, a lot of anger, a lot of desire, a lot of things. Because you go, oh, this is just this imaginary story that my brain's putting together so that I'll have a sense of continuity as I move throughout life. But really what's real is what's happening and what you observe in the present moment, not your assumptions about what's happening, not your assumptions about what's going to happen, and not your assumptions about who you are or what you're capable of or what people think about you. Those are the internal assumptions that we make. And so meditation helps you see those things as just a story and ultimately puts you closer in touch with truth. And that gives you more say in your life as well because if you are responding, even if you're responding to your life, but it's still based on fantasy, then the target of your responses towards life are further away from something that actually exists. And so if you are closer to what's true in life, closer to the true nature of reality as it were, then the, the decisions and the impacts that you apply towards your life actually touch something real. And that will help you progress in the way that you want your life to progress. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you rating the show, sharing it with your friends. And until next time, much love.